baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Storm pushes into the northeast. We are looking at about eight inches of snow possible. High stakes at the high court. Two challenges to President Biden's COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Judge to act in Arbery murder. Does he levy a sentence of life without parole or life with parole? Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. More than 50 million people are being blitzed by a winter storm that's dumped ice and snow from the Tennessee Valley to the northeast. This man in New Jersey saw it coming. Got bread and milk gas in the cars. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett. As many as 30 cars and big rigs stranded and backed up for miles after a dozen or more vehicles were involved in a pileup on the Western Kentucky Parkway. Lexington saw snowfall of almost 10 inches. Nearby Interstate 75 was also shut down by the fast-falling snow, leaving motorists stranded for hours. I'm a diabetic. I have no food in my car. I do have some water. In Tennessee, Nashville saw nearly whiteout conditions with more than half a foot of snow. Crews in Virginia were seen salting Interstate 95, hoping to avoid the massive tie-up that snarled traffic for hours just three days ago. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson on the hours ahead. The snow is going to be coming down at a pretty decent clip throughout New England on up into the Boston metro area. There are going to be a couple spots that probably eke out a 10-inch snowfall total. Now to Washington, where the U.S. Supreme Court hears two challenges to the Biden administration's vaccine and testing mandates. The rules require workers at large companies be vaccinated or submit to regular testing and masking. They also apply to many health care workers. Labor Secretary Marty Walsh told CBS News Radio in November the rules will help with workplace transparency. You won't have names of people who are vaccinated or not vaccinated, but what you'll have is numbers. You'll be able to see it. Corporate, religious and Republican opponents of the rules, however, describe them as a government overreach and a matter for Congress, not the White House. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. The World Health Organization characterizes the latest global surge in COVID cases as a tsunami, with a record 9.5 million last week, up 71%. Here in the U.S., health officials have been criticized for confusing and shifting guidance. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky on CBS Mornings on what to do after testing positive. Isolate for those first five days. After those first five days, make sure you're feeling better. If you're feeling better, then you really can go out, but you need to go out and you need to be wearing your mask all the time. So what does that mean? It means don't go uh, joining lunchrooms with your colleagues because you have to take your mask off to eat. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to gyms where you might take your mask off to exercise. Don't go visit your immunocompromised or elderly family because those last five days, you still may have a little bit of infectiousness in you. We want to make sure you're wearing your mask all the time. For a third straight day, no school in Chicago as talks go on with teachers over remote learning and COVID classroom safety. In California, there have been school closures and a sick out is planned by teachers today in Oakland. This morning, a Georgia judge is due to sentence the three white men who chased down, cornered, and killed black man Ahmad Arbery nearly two years ago. 
The verdicts came just before Thanksgiving. Members of Arbery's family are due to speak in court. His mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, spoke with Gail King on CBS Mornings. Justice looks like um, having all three men that are responsible for the murder of Lamont going to jail for the rest of their lives. With no parole? With no parole, yes, ma'am. Under Georgia law, the convictions carry that mandatory sentence of life in prison. It's up to the judge to determine if there's a chance to earn parole. Prosecutors decided against seeking the death penalty. The only two Republicans to take part in a moment of silence in the House to honor law enforcement officers a year after the Capitol attack were Wyoming's Liz Cheney and her father, the former vice president, Dick Cheney. He was critical of the current GOP leadership. It's not a leadership that resembles any of the folks I knew when I was here for 10 years. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is in Michigan, a state where Republicans and Democrats are jostling after the turmoil of the 2020 election. The war over the future of our democracy continues to escalate. Michigan Democratic Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson worries it will happen again. We're facing an uphill battle given the real coordinated, concerted strategy to lie to individuals to achieve political gain. Two-thirds of Republicans believe the 2020 election was fraudulent. Republicans in Michigan are using a quirk in the state constitution to change election laws without the governor's signature. Jamie Rowe runs the Michigan group Secure My Vote, which critics say is working to make it harder to vote by proposing new voter ID requirements and preventing officials from sending unsolicited absentee ballot applications. We need to do some stuff to tighten up the uh, way absentee ballots are handled. Secretary of State Benson called that misguided and unnecessary. It's been a tense and violent time in Kazakhstan. Dozens have died in anti-government clashes with authorities. Now the country's president has given shoot-to-kill orders to his forces. Russia has sent troops to the country. Well, President Biden goes to Colorado today to inspect the heartbreaking fire damage north of Denver. KCNC-TV's Rick Salinger. What the president will see is a dismal landscape in black and white. More than a 1,000 homes and businesses burned to the ground, now topped with several inches of snow. Damage is estimated at over $500 million. In Woburn, Massachusetts, Angelina Gonsalves can't quite believe what came in the mail. This was written December 6th, 1945. It was written by her husband, Army Sergeant John Gonsalves, to his mom when he was stationed in Germany. When I think that it's all his words, I can't believe it. It's wonderful. And I feel like... I have him here with me. Gonsalves died in 2015. That letter was found in a Postal Service distribution facility in Pittsburgh. The latest music star to cash in is positively legendary. Me. John Legend has sold his catalog to KKR Credit Advisors and BMG Rights Management. That's according to Bloomberg. Financial details not disclosed. He was celebrated, then he was ostracized. A Hollywood director who also had some acting parts along the way has died at 82. Peter Bogdanovich's first major break came at a Hollywood screening. Sitting right behind me was Roger Corman, and he said, I read your stuff in Esquire. Would you ever want to write a movie? That was the start. Soon he was writing and directing. In 1971, his breakthrough hit The Last Picture Show, Two years later, Paper Moon, starring nine-year-old Tatum O'Neill and her father, Ryan. I want my money. You took my $200. Will you quiet down? You hear? I want my $200. Hold on. Just hold on. Bogdanovich was part of a new generation of directors in the 1970s, which included Francis Ford Coppola and Martin Scorsese. 
Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Friday. The broadcast is produced by Paul Ferry. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.